You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Napa Keeping it simple is usually a good thing. And when it comes to rewards programs, keeping it simple is always a good thing. That's why we made the Napa Rewards program effortless. All you need is your phone number to start saving on the parts and tools you need. Then we automatically give you $5 off your next purchase for every 100 you spend. So start saving today with Napa Rewards. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast start of the 2016-17 Premier League season and Robbie we've got a few months off mm, nice. lots of things have happened lots of changes I gotta say looking at the new managers coming into the league this must be the best lineup of managers this league has ever seen mm. and I, I think a headline as well when you look at what's happened for me would be the big boys are back yeah, and well, some of those big boys, some of those teams are going to be disappointed. There's only four spots at the top of the table. It's, I think, Rob, in some respects, the most open Premier League I can remember for years. I mean, I can make a, a reasonable argument for seven teams winning the league. So, in some respects, it also makes it the hardest this, this season to terms to predict, predict who are the, you know, how good are Chelsea going to be? Good or they're going to be mid-table. It's, it's because the man, new managers coming in, they've got to get used to the, the league, mm. the pace of the game. They've made a lot of sign-ins. They're all doing major surgery on big clubs. And we don't know, of course, how that's going to go, how the players are going to react, how the new sign-ins come in, the new styles of management. It's going to be fascinating. But let's start with the reigning champion. Let's kick okay. this thing off. Leicester City, I mean, 10 points they won the Premier League last season. Lost only three games. Magnificent season. They've lost N'Golo Kante, one player so far. Is that going to be so detrimental to them? There's a lot of people thinking that Leicester will struggle this year. I don't think they're going to struggle. I, I think, I would say, listen, we know there's th there was three star players. Mm. We've talked much about how uh, an amazing team they were, but the, the winning the league is mainly because of three star players. And Vardy has stayed there, rejected an offer to go to Arsenal, and Riyad Mahrez is still there. And... Of course, N'Golo Kante was very important, but I still think Mares was the most important player to keep for what he can offer the side. Mm. So they can't be, they just can't be that much of a drop-off. The Champions League, Robbie Earl, is a huge commitment, adventure, brilliant story for mm. Leicester City, which will take away from their league campaign. Yeah. And as we'll go on and talk about, the other clubs are getting stronger and will be better. So there's two reasons right there why it's going to be incredibly difficult to get anywhere at the top. But I don't think it's going to be a big fall-off. In terms of... Uh, there's two things that, that I'll be looking for in this Leicester team. One is, is the hunger. I thought there was a, a drive and a desire and, and a will to win about this group that, that was... Um, it, it was remarkable last season. Are there, could this group become what I call soft champions? Could they have, en could they have enjoyed last year so much that they can't quite get there? Can Robert Huth and Wes Morgan, can they do again what they did last season? 
I think one of the the parts of the perfect storm was the great start that they had, Rob. Mm. And that start went on and on. And I think then there was a, a feeling amongst that squad that something special is happening yeah. here. And I think that they kept that going somehow, remarkably, all through the season. I just think if they don't get off to a great start, I think it's difficult for them to believe they can have such an amazing season. Mm. But let's get... Yeah, the facts are, it's a good team, Rob. Yeah. These yeah. Aren't, they're, they're not uh, average. It was a good team with some star players. But they've added Musa. They've added Mandy mm. into the midfield. I, I like what I see of Musa, that, that ability to run and... and, and and press def- defenders. I think him and Vardy could be a real partnership if that kicks off. Mendy will come in and, and maybe bring a bit of physicality. He's not Kante. Nobody's going to replace him. But, you know, there's like for like. There's quality in the group. And, and Champions League, Rob, though, is that a distraction? You know, do, do they go in there? Does, does that take away from them being able to do... They went out of the cup competitions last year quite early. They only really had the Premier League mm. to focus on when everybody else was sort of at, at European football. Yeah, and, and yes, they've brought some new players in. I think they're going to be good and the signings seem pretty good, but not a lot. Mm. And you know that that st- squad has to be stretched. It has to, to make an impact. What, in terms of this next season for them, yeah. what would be a good season or what would be a a satisfactory season for Leicester? Really great question. And, um, you know, over the course of the season, I spent a bit of time with Ranieri. I got a chance to sit down with him in the summer, spent an hour, and he was fascinating, fascinating guy, warm and and very um, open. And he said, these players are more ambitious than people think. He said, yes, they've had the hard times and that. But he said, when he got in there, he said he realised he had a group. He said he's been, he's been in football, this guy, for 30 years. He said he's had some great players. He said there's good players in this group. He said there's more to them. And he said they're ambitious. They want to win, win things. They want to, they, I'm, they, I'm, they I'm like sure the they do, right. Rob, but... but. What do you think? What do you think? That, what do you think's a good season? Though I'm sure I think he's saying good, all the right I things. Think but let's season, be a good season for them is between four and eight. I don't. I think top fours mag, would be magnificent. Mm. I'm not sure. I think Champions League football and, and all the things we talked about might just drop them out. But I think anywhere between four and eight, four and ten. And a, and a decent Champions League run, yeah. I think, is, is a I, great season. I'm pleased you said that because I, I would have added that. I think if they can have a a good little run and get through the group stages, I mean, how great would that be? I mean, that and a top eight finish mm. would be, again, a really good season for Leicester City. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about our predictions at, at the end of the podcast, so we'll, let's leave Leicester. Yep. In awesome we trust, Robbie <laughs> oh, no. Mustard. In awesome we oh, trust. Don't, don't. Second in the league last season, despite <laughs> all that you said. They've been <laughs> second again. It's a new Where season. Where do you get it from? It's a new Where season. I've got some new awesome pyjamas. In awesome we trust. Okay, I'm going to give you the, the, the case for awesome. New managers, new teams, new players. Lots of finding out about people and systems and does it, do they fit. Can consistency win <laughs> the day? Clutching at straws. <laughs> can they be the tortoise who just keeps going while, <laughs> while they're, they're rabbiting their hairs everywhere? I mean, I, I'm asking Robbie Musto. I'm asking the question. They haven't spent big money again. I, I know the transfer deadline window is, is still available. We talk about the likes of Lacazette coming in for, for big money. Striker, centre-back and defensively, I believe they've got some problems. But added to that, Rob, Jack Wiltshire's fit. Santi Cazorla's back fit. Uh, Shakira looks a good player in, in, in midfield. 
they've, they've got people who, who, who will add to, to the group. Granite Shaka. Granite, Granite Shaka, Shaka, not Shaka. Yeah. Yeah. Shaka. Yeah, Shaka. They've, added, they've added players. Uh, I'll follow on. I, I'm, Go on. Let's try like a clean slate. Okay. Um, Wilshire's back. I think Granit Xhaka yeah. is a good footballer, left-footed yeah. central midfield player. He, he, he makes them better in yeah. midfield, so they will be better there. Wilshire would add a quality, a little bit of a through ball, exactly they need in midfield as well. Uh, Ramsey, I think, will have a better season again. Um, Oxlade-Chamberlain's fit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got a end product more, I think, for him. Okay. Let me try and offer a solution. Okay. Up front, striking situation is yeah. where we've certainly disagreed, Rob, mm. where I think they need something better in the central striking yeah. area, and you're basically saying, you know what, mm. the way that Giroud plays with midfield runners, it can work, and it yeah. can work. Yeah. Why doesn't Alexis Sanchez play as a striker in and around Olivier Giroud? Whether he's in the number 10 role, whether he's up as a 4-4-2, I think he would give you goals. He'd mm -hmm. give you that guy who can run in behind Rob with flick-ons. Yeah. He can combine with Drew really well. He's a goal scorer, Alexis Sanchez. I think that would be, if you're not going to go and get Lacazette or any yeah. other big striker, yeah. that might just be with those two players as a front mm -hmm. two. Now, you might lose, you might get uh, Ozil with his, with his lip out because he's like not playing in the number 10 position, but you could play him in a wider area coming inside. I think goal scorers need to be in the centre of the field high up that's why Mourinho's going to play Rooney that in that position I think Sanchez should play as a striker slash number 10 that might bring extra goals to this club yeah listen I think you make a great point and, and I often hear that, that Arsene Wenger thinks that by coming from a wide position he, it saves him a little bit of the physicality that goes on in the middle of the pitch where people know where, where his danger's coming from if you're a Chelsea you, you put the Matic there and you say block him off I think maybe mm. coming from a wide area, it yeah. gives him a little bit of freedom. But, but I, I totally get your point. I think what, what we're saying is, without, the, without the, the stellar signings that Arsene Wenger doesn't like to make, and we'll, we'll wait and see what business has done, there was a period where Olivier Giroud, I think, went 12 games without a goal. And the goals didn't come from anywhere else. We mm. thought, is Walcott going to get the goals? Yeah, Welbeck had injuries. Welbeck had injuries, which, which continued. Uh, that's the problem for, for an Arsenal team. But... Might this be the year? Last year, we, we never thought about Leicester. Nobody's talking about Arsenal being a, a, can win the title. Everybody's talking about all the other teams. Could this be their year? Could, could it? My, my, my one issue with, with Arsenal, and Arsenal we trust in the pyjamas and all the things, has this guy, for, has this guy, <laughs> forgot, has, has this guy forgot how to win titles? Are you alluding to... Well, I think so. And I think because... I follow on from that sentence because he... He doesn't appreciate the the need or the importance of, of defending and team defence. Now, whether Shaka uh, with Coquelin in the middle of the park, that's a protective mm. yeah. measure, mm. but he's got to do something about his central defence. We know that mm. Saka's injured now. Koscielny is going to be tired from the European situation. Gabriel's got a, an injury now that's going to be out for a few weeks. Are they going to go into a new season with potentially Chambers? Maybe Coquelin might play as a central defender. Mm. Um holding the new player they've brought in from lower leagues is he ready to play I still one of probably the most important thing I think with Arsenal won't win the title is that he doesn't he's still not he's still trying to do it the beautiful way all the time Rob it's still perfect football silky football dominance etc etc they're still mm -hmm. vulnerable to counter-attacks and set-piece goals if he had just a, an ounce of 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 of, of um, Antonio Conte Chelsea's yeah, manager yeah. and Mourinho's Mourinho, yeah. defensive fortitude and attitude they would be so much better yeah I, I don't disagree you, you mentioned something just on Leicester City about them getting off to a good start 
Arsenal, Liverpool, first game of the season opener. I mean, do they need to get get a start? Does it does it start again yes, on Arsenal they do, if, don't if they, they don't? Well, we, we've had this before and they haven't mm. before and they've bounced back. So they yeah. probably will bounce back, Rob. But you'd have to think for the fans, for the manager, the window will still be open. The pressure on him to bring in new players. If they lose to Liverpool, which I think they've got a really good chance of losing that first game because Giroud's not going to play, Rob. Ozil, he's not been involved in preseason so far. Liverpool have been buzzing. Liverpool can win that game and all of a sudden the focus goes on to Arsene Wenger mm. and what he's doing or not doing at Arsenal. Well, there is talk as well that he's talking about playing Coquelin at centre-back. Mertesack is out, Gabriel's out, yeah. got some injury problems. They, that's a problem he's not solved and, and something we'll, we'll have to see over the course of the season. Let's move on to the team that finished third last season. I mean, a bit of a dip at the end of the season. Mm. One or two players just, just lost their way. Mm. Um, Tottenham, mm. third. Can they... Can they do it again? Can they go further? Will, will last season be a good experience for this group of players who can bounce back and kick on again? Or was it a bit of a flash in the pan? Were, 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 was that them at full stretch? Haven't made massive signings coming in. Vincent Janssen and Victor Wanyama, I think, gives them a bit of strength. Mm. In an area where they weren't too bad anyway, I don't think, midfield, I still would have liked a higher-profile striker to take a bit of the weight from, from, from Harry Kane or somebody in the wide position, Rob, who can bring them a little bit more goals. I don't think there's guaranteed goals enough in the wide areas for, for a Tottenham yeah, team. I think you, you think of the likes of Eric Lamella, yeah. which I kind of yeah. agree. I, I like him and I support him. He had a really good season last year. I, I just don't know where it's next for him. And mm. I think last year was so good and so impressive and I had a really, really good feeling about Spurs last year that they might go on and win it and they dropped away. And there's no reason why I shouldn't feel uh, so so um, uh, excited about yeah. them. But I don't. I don't. Mm. I feel that, it, that players had big seasons. Delhi had a big season. Yeah. Harry Kane yeah. had a big season. And I know... You know, that people will question Harry Kane again whether he can get so many mm. goals. I just think the disappointment, Champions League football again, like Leicester, that's a big commitment, a, yeah. b- a big focus for theirs. I, with everybody else getting better, which is the main reason, I, I, I just can't see such a strong season from that, them. That, I hear you, and I think the end of the season I had a lot of bearing on that. Maybe a lot, the players who played for England didn't do themselves uh, too much justice in there. But let me take you back to the, the time, the end of last season when we were in the UK and we visited Spurs. And we saw the team, and we saw the training, yeah, we good. saw the training yeah. ground, and we I were know. saying, this is set proper. up, this club. Yeah. It's proper, it's set up, it's got a good young manager, it's got a great you, you, group of players who were focused, Rob, who were training. There was a great ethic work yeah. ethic about the and, way and, they and, I, and I'm not, I'm not going to go away from that too far. I, don't, mm. I still think they're, they're not in bad nick. Uh, and I think it might be one of those situations where they learn from last season and, and can go again. Let me throw uh, something in the mix here that I don't think is good. Paul Mitchell mm. brought in to work with Pochettino on signings. Now, you've yeah. already said it. There hasn't been that many signings come in, and mm. they look okay. And, and Janssen, a striker that we don't know how yeah, he's going to react, of course, yeah, from that league. Holland, yeah. um, Wanyama's going to be good. But him leaving, something's not right. Yeah. Daniel mm. Levy worries me. He worries me. He worries me that he doesn't trust his professionals in positions as if, like, he's the director, the sporting director of, of football and decides on transfers. He has a lot of people in he, his he, ear, Robin. Yeah, but he's always involved in it. And I, agents and things. I get that he's going to be involved in negotiations and prices. He signs the checks, etc. But Paul Mitchell coming in and leaving mm. after such a short period of time, not a brilliant window, makes me think... And it is speculating on my point, but it, something can't be right. Now, whether, that, whether it's 
a clash of personalities, whether Daniel Levy is, is involved too much on the signings. And he yeah, said, you know what? I can't work here with a manager. That is another reason for me. This, this warm, fuzzy feeling I've had about Spurs before is just isn't quite there. And they might, and I hope they prove me wrong, I just think it's going to be difficult for them to get near the top again. New season... Must is not feeling warm and fuzzy. Mm, Everything's back as it, as it should be. Let, let, let's talk about Manchester City. Oh, now, now we're getting, we're now we're getting now to we're the going. story. First of all, Pep's back. Pep, oh, Pep, Pep's Pep. In, in the league. Does Pep understand? Here's the big... Well, I'm going to say, here's the, the question. What's Pep going to be like when he goes to... Not the Britannia anymore. I think it's back to the 6-5 stadium. Oh. There's the <laughs> Stoke line. But, but how is he going to handle... Let, let's just say English football. That will be very different from the, 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 the leagues that he's won and been successful in in the past. Let's explain why it's different, Rob, because we've both been there. Mm. We've both seen it. And me and you, by the way, particularly me, would be all over this team. Mm. I'd be jumping uh, in midfield yeah. to pressure, to close, to make it difficult. Because we all know what Man City are going to do. I watched tape on their last couple of preseason games, Rob, mm. and it's remarkable. There's going to be... It's just... I mean, they were a good footballing side, attacking side under Pellegrini. Mm. This is total football. This is total football from, from goalkeeper to mm. defender to, to hold th- th- all the way through. And in the preseason games I looked at, they got themselves in big troubles trying to do that. Mm. Now, that's Guardiola's way, and it's worked before very, very well, of course, at Bayern and Barcelona. But England is different, and players do work harder. Yeah. Um, the fa- it's because of the fans, of course, in England. Mm. So the fans demand effort. They demand players work their socks off. Mm-hmm. And in that regard, playing the total football against teams that are, that are energised, that, that are full of readiness to close down, to tackle, to hustle, mm. makes his style difficult in a new group, and new defenders, not great defenders, in playing out. John Stones is going to, of course, yeah. help that. Um, so to answer that question, I think it is going to be difficult. And at Stoke away, and at Crystal Palace away, mm. and at Middlesbrough away, and at the Sunderland Burnley, away, yeah. where they will be on the front foot, I think they'll be on the front foot. Yeah. Uh, it'd be difficult. Now, but they won't be sorry. I'll let me finish on that. Yeah. It, it, if, if City are on TV and they play through Sunderland the away yeah. or, or the yeah. first few games and, mm. and teams say, oh, wow, then they off. might drop off, which mm. suits them. So I, I, I want to see teams be fierce and high pressure against them, but that's to be seen. My, my point with, with Pep, and it, it's fascinating, because I think it, everybody worries about the stylist that he's going to come and he's going to want to play at the back. This is a bright, smart football coach. Totally. Who knows football, who understands that he's coming to England, and might just surprise us, Rob. What, with changing a little well, bit? Well, not changing a little, but I, think, I don't think he'll be as naive as, as we think. I, I don't I think, think he'll be as stubborn. pure. I think he's stubborn. I don't think he's as pure as, as he, he will do what he needs to win. And if, if they have to play... Will he? Don't know if I agree with that, Rob. So you're thinking he wants to win the stylish yes. title rather than winning yes. a title. He won't want an ugly title. No. I think he's about. I think he's a little bit I smarter don't. than that. I don't. I think he's a little bit smarter. I think than he's that. stubborn. That this is his way. This is philosophy. He brought it into Barcelona. He continued mm. it at Bayern Munich. They dominated that league for three seasons. I know with, they did. With the players, you, yeah. But with the, the the quality of player that he has, yeah. But they need an upgrade. He'd have to change some of some of the personnel that they've got. I, the way I know it's not going to be the starting lineup, but Kolarov and Fernando yeah, play yeah. the central defender. So. He, mm. he'll change it, Rob. He'll cha- whoever it is that looks a bit odd and awkward, he'll mm. change that to centre-back. Now, John Stones is yeah, perfect. the footballer, yeah. But um, it, it's going to be fascinating. I think just looking um, at some of the players that he's brought yeah. in, John Stones we've talked yeah. about. Leroy Sané, by yeah. the way, not of bad. what I've seen That's of him, side. better than not bad. I, I, mm. I think he could be stunning. 
I think he could be a stunning you player. You said that about Memphis last season. I didn't. Way. I said I was hoping that he'd be good. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Sonny. I just wanted to, to, to let Sorry, Sonny. No, but uh, he looks special, Rob. I mean, yeah. I, you know, it's going to take him a little mm. bit of time. I think Ikla Gundogan, we've seen him. I've seen him play lots of times in Germany. Lovely, lovely footballer, but not fit yeah. yet. Nolito, not quite so sure mm. about, to be honest. I'm not, I, I don't really see that one so yeah. much. Um, and others uh, uh, maybe for the future. But, so, but, but what about people who are there? I just want to talk about everybody's mm. talking about the signings. Let, let's do you know your your Toure's, your, your Raheem Sterling's, mm. your, your Sami Nasri's, your David Silvers. Do they all find spots? Are they are they pep type of players? I mean, looking at the squad, if I look at uh, what I'm what I think is going to be impressive this season is quality of manager, quality of group that they're working with. If if I'm if I'm being asked, Manchester City have got. Category A in both in, in in both categories, they've got Category A players and Category A manager. They've got a few non-Category A players. I think mm. what we've seen so far, I think Euro Torre is not Category A anymore. I think uh, Sami Nasri, I think is on his way. I think he wants him. I think Elikin Mangala is not a Pep centre back by any means in terms of his ability on the ball. Yeah, so I worry. One of my worries is a lot of pros with City. Mm. My worries are that this squad or the modern names group. Um, it's not a pep group yet, and I no, don't know whether no. he, he get, you know he's struggling to get rid of of players. Martin Demichelis has mm. left. He's got a little bit of dead wood there, Rob. That's what I'm trying mm. to say. Yeah. And I don't know how that dead wood's going to react sitting on the bench playing for for the other under 23s team or whatever it is now one and 21s team. He's a, he's a fierce, intense guy. I don't know whether he needs a little bit more time mm. for his philosophy and for his squad for it to work properly, ready for massive success well, in season number listen, one. Manchester City generally. Of one league, has been second or third since the, the investment's gone in. And wh- what does Pep have to do going in there? Well, what success for him in the league? Uh, and, I'll, and then you can answer me Champions League after. Does, does he have to be top two? Does surely he have I think to be top he, two? I think he probably does. Um, I, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to. Uh, what I want to say to you is what he's going to do differently because um, other th- managers there have done well and they've won championships. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think what I'm excited to see with him is we know it's going to be total football. We know it's going to be um, possession-based. I want to see how he's going to penetrate more. In Mm. difficult games, it's not like an easy-ozy possession that Pellegrini had, Rob, where they got caught in a counter-attack. It was a bit easy-ozy. He's fired up. He's going to work them Mm. harder in training than they've ever worked before. I want to see that difference. I want to see a harder-working, high-pressing, penetrative team at times that want to get in behind, Mm. want to score goals. Aguero potentially could be the top scorer by a mile. Mm. Just potentially. Team set up the way so he plays, yeah. I, I want to see difference. I want to mm. see something different. They've been champions before. They've had, they've had a good attacking player of Pellegrini. What's Pep going to do? I'm excited to see it. Well, questions will be asked. Money's been spent. They've gone for, the, for their main man. But let, let's talk about the other team in Manchester who finished uh, fifth place last season outside the Champions League. They made a big move. They went and bought the special one back. Does he turn Manchester United back into a special football club, Rob? Oh, Rob, where do we even start with this? I mean, first of all, the the, the whole environment in Manchester is, is fascinating. Wow. I mean, it's it is, wow, it, it really, really is. I mean, really? I, I, ah. I worked um, on the Spanish league when Pep was at Barcelona mm. and Jose was at Real Madrid. And I don't want to say hatred, but a real disrespect yeah. and a, a dislike for the pair of them was obvious with, with loads mm. of things that was made in the press and press conferences and et cetera, et cetera. So, first of all, Brilliant, fantastic. Um, I think when we look at... I mean, first of all, I want to say that I, I, 
I didn't think that Jose Mourinho is no, a, you was the right man for the really long sure, term of Man United. And you what still would, don't? For the long term of Man United, mm. no. But there's no way I'm stupid enough to not realise and understand what he brings to clubs and he's done it and he will do it again. Um, what I think is interesting is the business that he's done, Robbie Earl. Because yeah. before, it's normally taken Mourinho one year at yeah, his new club seasons. to figure it out. And then, you know what? Okay, mm. summer. We need a defender, bump, 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 yeah. three or four signings, and they win. I think he's one year ahead of that, Robbie Earl. I think he's, he's, he's assessed this squad already. Mm. He's obviously gone with those four players that he said, well, if I get these four players, I can breathe again. After that, he'll see what other moves he can make. I think with these players that he's signed, he means business. It won't be about young players' development like it was under Van Gaal. Mm. This is a team of experienced players, of new signings to fix problems that other managers, Arsene Wenger, don't do. He fixes problems, Rob. I think he's done it already. But, uh, and the reason I think he, he, he is ahead of the game, Rob, is, is that six months out of football. When he got sacked at Chelsea, I think he was starting to Put do his work already. Yeah. He was starting to look at the players he wanted. He was looking at Manchester United. It was the job he wanted. I think he felt it was a job that he might get. And the other thing that, that I talked about, and I talked about Leicester being champions, I think his hunger's back. I think Jose Mourinho has got something to prove. Because of the Chelsea Because exit. of the Chelsea exit and the, the players and the, the bad way that it finished there. I think this guy and this club are perfectly suited. He is going to love walking down the touchline at Old Trafford, sitting in that big red seat that used to be Sir Alex's and knowing he's the boss of this football club. Now, in terms of his management style, Robbie Muster, we've already seen in the Community Shield, he can put one matter on as a substitute, take one matter off the football pitch. He's already put Bastian Schweinsteiger with the under-21s and said, you are not part of my team. If things go wrong and it was one of your concerns, what's his attitude, his man management style going to be? Because in the past, we've seen him lose control of himself. This is, but this is, this is normal Jose Mourinho. And this is why there often becomes a problem in the dressing room. Now, in year one and year mm. two, history says that the, the squad are on board. Wow, this guy's different. He's direct. He's positive. He's energized. He makes me feel great if you're in his little squad. Mm. And, and that drives it for the first year and the two years. After that, the divisions become a little bit more. There's more players that become a little bit fed up and annoyed. And there starts to be a problem in the dressing room. Now... He, 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 he likes to work with 23 players, Schweinsteiger, and I get it. I understand, mm. and I don't have mm. a problem with Schweinsteiger not being part of his 23-man no. squad. We've talked so many times, Rob, that the Jose Mourinho's teams don't get injured. No. And I, I, it doesn't uh, carry passengers either, Rob, if you're not part of his team. If, you, it, if you can't run yeah. and you get injured yeah. a lot, yeah. he will not be interested yeah. in you. So I, don't, I think the disrespect part of, of training reserves, it's hard to know if he said something to him, Rob. Mm. He, he, might, so he might have said, listen, Bastian... I respect you totally yeah. of what you've done in your career, which he should respect mm. him, by the way, because he's had an amazing career. But I, I, you're not going to be part of my 23. Listen, that's, that's for arguments. We don't know what goes on behind yeah, closed yeah, doors. Yeah. But you're it's right. Loosely, the one yeah. matter situation mm. I thought was a disgrace. I thought it was a disgrace. But it's Jose for being 10 journalist. minutes. It's Jose making his point, Rob. I just think he, And that's the way he does it. Blunt, harsh. Yeah. yeah. And he makes his point. And he wants one match out of the football club. Uh, it's obvious now. He and everybody knows it. Yeah. So that's why he did it. And that's what Manchester United get. My, my worry is if things start to go wrong, do we see more of those antics from, from, from Jose Mourinho? That's where mm. we've got to be careful. But, yeah, that's you know, always an issue. We're talking about, about this club. Can he take them back to titles? I mean, in, in the, since the Sir Alex Ferguson, they've been way short. 
We've had the David Moyes here. We've had the Louis Van Gogh. It's been difficult after Sir Alex. Yeah. Is this a guy who brings them tiles? We know there'll be drama. We know there'll yeah. be histrionics. Can he bring them back the silverware? History says yes. He's a winner. He's motivated. He had a bad experience at the end at Chelsea. Um, absolutely. Why don't we look at what this possible team might be? Because this, these new mm. players coming into the football club and they're good signings. Yeah. What are we thinking? Uh, we all know they've got a fantastic goalkeeper. Yeah. Luke Shaw looks like he's in decent yeah. shape, Rob, yeah, in the preseason good. games. Left like back, no problem. Yeah. Two central defenders, Eric Bailly, Bailly. we're assuming is going to start. And he looks good. Yeah. Is Smalling or Blint? I think he'll end up with Smalling. I don't think Blint's athletic enough to play in, in, in physical in a Jose Marino team. Yeah, he likes big physical players, yeah. doesn't he? Antonio Valencia, right back. Yeah. Not sure he's convinced with Damian as a defender. Damian was a better defender yeah. than Valencia is, but Valencia but it, offers pace and, yeah, and ability to... And, and he sometimes picks those players. So let, let's give Valencia the tick okay. for now. Yeah, midfield. Two. If we're assuming like a 4-4-1-1, four, four, one, one, say. E, so yeah. right side of midfield. Will be Jesse Lingard if he's fit. Ooh. I think Jesse I Lingard think is, so. is, 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 is in his... I know his thoughts. I'm, I think I'm sure he is, but I, I, he's got a. P- we'll get onto it, but I think he'll play Mkhitaryan right side of midfield. Let's do centre mids because let's, yeah. let's do two centre mids first. Centre mids. Two centre mids, Pogba. Paul Pogba. Oh crikey! I think he'll go Carrick. I think he'll go Carrick with and Pog. And Pog. I would go. I like, like Schneider. I think the athleticism of Schneider like is a better complement to Pogba, who wants to go on and be more advanced. I think if you play with Carrick, you might restrict Pogba. And when he was restricted with France, didn't look the same. Yeah, let's talk about player. him. Let's talk about him. Eighty-nine million pounds, well over a hundred million dollars. Mm. Uh, first question is, you know what it is? Is he worth the money? Would you have done it for the player and the brand? I, hear, I know you hate these words, Robbie Musser. The player and the brand, yes, I would do it. It put Manchester United back on the map as a, as a, as a serious football club. We've now got a top-class manager. We've got Zlatan, a, a, a huge football character in the game. You signed supposedly one of the best young midfield players. He's only 23, Rob, as well. I think, yes, he, in the end, I, I would say it's good business. It's good. You can have 10 years of this guy. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I think, I think where it's hard to, to, to fathom it is when you, when you, the world record signing, mm. almost 100 million pounds. My God, you know, he must yeah, be a, a, yeah. a massive goal scorer or assist. He isn't that guy, no. but they can afford it. Yeah. Man United mm. can afford it. They're going to get a yes, huge amount of commercial can, thing back again. You've got a, a, a player that's, that's physically excellent. He's got brilliant feet. He's got awareness and vision, etc., etc. to be a good Good player for a long period of time, so yes, he is worth it. So that's our two. Well, yeah, in the middle of the park, left side. Uh, left side, Martial. Anthony Martial. Martial, Though, who looks a little unhappy to me. I got to tell you, I saw <laughs> the, the, the Community Shield, and, and and he didn't get his shirt. He, that's, he's lost his nine shirt to to, yeah. to Ibrahim. Just think, Mourinho might have to manage him well. He's a talent. I, don't, I, don't, I think he'll manage him in his way that could yeah. be a problem. It could be a problem. could be a problem. Because he's, he's, gonna feel, he's not going to feel loved, I, I don't no, think. No, he's going to give him a hard time. Yeah, and he's going to have to work back. And, he's gonna say, and it, goes, yeah. it goes back to uh, Joe Cole. Joe Remember, Cole. Joe Cole's doing great, and <laughs> yeah. he was hammering him. Yeah. He's not a team player. He's got to run back. Hazard. Hazard of the same yeah. thing. Martial is going to be fascinating to see whether mm. he takes it on board, Rob, and says, you know what, you're right, yeah. and does it, or whether he... he, he he reacts and says, you know what, I'm not doing this. What, you know, I'm a striker, I'm an attacking player, I want to play through mm. the centre. That's going to be interesting, but I think he'll start him there. So, 
I've got so you. I've got Mkhitaryan on the wing. Yeah, you've got Lingard. Lingard. Yeah. I've got. Um, We've both gone similar. Pogba. Martial left. Yeah. So we've got the two striking situations. Yeah. Or the number nine. We know is going to be the number nine. Yeah. Big Zlatan. Big Zlatan signs to, to score and scores goals is and it, jumps above Wes Morgan. Are you a big Morgan. fan? Or are you, are you a skeptic? Are you any skeptic? I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm, you I'm are somewhere obviously. in between. I, I just worry that how many goals and that his ability to want to withdraw into deeper positions means to me that Martial is going to be key coming from that left-hand Maybe. side with his pace. Lingard yeah. can do it from the other, or Rashford if, he, if he's fit, Victorian. Because Wayne Rooney in the hole, Robbie Musto, could... Don't could me off. Could yes, will or won't. Be a pro- we'll, we'll start. But could be a problem if goals don't come. Whoever plays in the hole for Manchester United, in the way that they've set up with Zlatan, have to get goals from other areas of the pitch. Wide your number 10 and your midfield players because Zlatan is going to want to do, there was times in, in the community Zlatan's having the ball off the centre back and mm. starting play off so who's going to be your focal so target? hang on a minute so you didn't have McTown on the right Are you? would you put him in the hole instead of Rooney you, you sit McTown on the bench no, for, I, I, I'm, I'm saying I, I would put him on the bench I think he'll, he'll start on the bench who will? McTown yeah I think he'll start on the bench and I think he'll go with Lingard if he's fit and then I think if things don't work, or you might bring him in in the hole, you might play him from the right hand side. I still think he might have a little bit more to do. I like ruining the number ten. I yeah. think he's going to get goals. Um, though he was poor in the community, in the community shield, yeah, it looked and, a little and, bit and a lot of people are doubting the, yeah. him, and I get that. But I mm. still, I still kind of believe that he's not done yet. No. What do you think about Rooney? How do you feel about him? Oh, I think he might struggle for the goals. And then I think the pressure will start to turn on him. I think, if I'm being honest, I think Wayne Rooney might play himself out of the Manchester United team over the course of a season. I think mm. he might play himself out of that, and he might play himself into a move to China. <laughs> Brilliant! A move to China. Love it. The Rooney's in China. <laughs> Okay, Rob, enough of the Manchester teams. Mm. Let's go to Liverpool, eighth place last season. Uh, first full season with preseason for Jurgen Klopp. He's made signings, some good signings, I think, in Sadio Mane and Jorginho Wijnaldum. Joel Matip, I think, is going to be excellent. I think Clavans looked good in preseason. Gruich, as well, has got a couple of goals in preseason. Looks, looks good. So, just how good can they be? Um, I think I said to you my criteria of, of, of where I see teams fitting this year based on two things. Quality of manager, quality of group. Liverpool, category A manager. Absolutely no doubt about it. In terms of the group, I still think it's, it's, it's a category B group, Robert. I still think there's more strengthening that's needed. I think it needs more depth. Um, likes of Mane, Wijnaldum will make them better in, in attacking areas of the pitch. But there's something that's, that I still don't don't feel is right about Liverpool to, to, to be challenging for titles. I think top four will be a, a, a real struggle. Um, I still think it might take another year or two before this Liverpool team are moulded as Jurgen Klopp would want them to be ready to say, right, we start pre-season and our aim is to win the Premier League title. It's been a long time since Liverpool have done it. 1990, I believe, was the, was the last time they won a title. I don't see it yet in the next year. I'm more positive. I think, um, I think they are ready to have a really, really good season. To, to, to winning the title? Well, getting uh, close to winning well, titles? I, I think they're... Um, in a in a place to have a really good season. Now, hold on, hold on. I just think I just think what what's a good season then to, for Jurgen Klopp in this group? Top four is a good season. 
uh, a fantastic season as top two. Um, now, you know, we'll go on to predictions at the mm. end, so I'm not going to mm. say that stuff at the moment. But I think they are ready to be good. I think they are. I think my only, and maybe where you're coming from, is the striking situation. Mm. They've yeah. got probably three, four players that, um, and maybe not category AA1, like we, we often mm. joke about. But I think uh, between Firmino, Origi, now that, that could be his number one, Sturridge, Danny yeah. Ings. I mean, there are there are yeah. players that can fill that could role be, without without it being a world class yeah. talent that I think you would feel better about yeah. them going and winning, and maybe yeah. they can get that guy, or, or maybe don't need that guy in the next couple of years. But I, I'm very positive. I think in in, in Wijnaldum, a versatile player mm. that can play in in the middle of midfield, he can play in a wide position, and Sadio Mane, who's looked on fire in mm. preseason, yeah, he's a good player, and with no other distractions, yeah, I mean, no Europe, yeah, no Europe, so many is, games is last big thing. And, and I just think that Jurgen Klopp is one of those coaches who likes to do his work on the training ground. I think, you know, the, we, we know about the press and, and the style, but he, he's a smart coach. He looks at the opposition. He nullifies the strength. He, he knows how to build his team. I think when you've got days on the training ground with, with, without distraction, I think that's, that's a huge thing. So I do think they'll get better. I think he, he's a quality manager who's going in the right direction. Just that squad. I don't think he, he's quite mm. got the, the quality of player yet to go toe-to-toe with City, with United, with Arsenal even. Is it time to get rid of Daniel Sturridge? After not reports yet. again, another little muscle injury. Not and he's yet. A bit touch and go whether uh, to go. Is it- come back to, can you come back to me at the end of the season? Can you, can you ask, ask, ask me that question at the end of the season? Let, let me have 12 more months. Let, so, let you're me have 12 no. months. so you're saying I'm no. I'm saying no. At the moment, no. Yeah. It's an yeah. absolute no. Because I still remember... What are you going to get out of him? Let me tell you. What I remember and what I know and why I, w- I would keep him is when, when fit... When fit and when playing well, he's one of the best strikers in the league. How long ago was that? It's two seasons ago now before he was, he was playing regularly and scoring goals. So I need one more season. He either comes through that and gets me 15-plus goals and I see the signs, or I actually go, he's one of these players who's never going to quite fulfil that regular, long-term potential yeah. that we've seen. But, Rob, but as, a, as a finisher, in the positions he gets, he, mm. he, he's unique. In, in the Barclays Premier League with his, his touch, his movement. He can go off left, the left side. He's intelligent. He can poke goals. He can hammer goals. He can bend goals. Yes, he was a much better player with Luis Suarez. So maybe he has to, you have to find the right foil for him or the right connections. But I still think in Daniels, when you've got goal scorers, people who can score you 20-plus goals in the, ball, in the Premier League, we shouldn't say Barclays anymore, in the Premier League, I don't think you get rid of them easily. I think as an over-under on a successful season for Daniel Sturridge, mm. I think that number between a season that's good and not good is probably 16 goals, Premier League goals. Is, is he going to get over 16 goals in the Premier League mm, this season? I'm 15 plus, so we're, we're in the same place, yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. He's got to get 15, me 15 plus goals this season. Mm. Otherwise... You'll ask me the same question again, and I say, no, it's time to move him on. Yeah, and maybe that's what uh, the manager's thinking. You mm. know what? It isn't probably the right time to bring in an A1 striker because we have got, we've got, we've got yeah, good strikers, who, and Sturridge, come. Sturridge yeah. can be that guy again. So maybe that's, you know, maybe he's thinking there. Firmino's looked a lot better in preseason. Um, they were away at Arsenal. Suited sometimes to play in a way, the way, the way that Jurgen Klopp can say mm. his team on. Can they go and upset, upset I, Arsenal and the Emirates? I think they can win there because Arsenal have got problems at the back. Um, they're some of their best players, the likes of Giroud and Ozil, there's a question mark whether they're mm. going to play Koscielny as well with the, the involvement in the Euros. 
Um, so I think Liverpool can absolutely, if they win there, Rob, with the mm, momentum that that guy yeah. mm. gets at that club, they've got, and they've got some work doing to the stadium. There's going to be more capacity, more people. I just think the, the spirit that he manages to, to, to nurture at that club and the um, excitement around the place is mm. going to be big. And it's not that he's playing every three days like he was last year. I think it could be a really good year for Liverpool. Yeah, I've got. To, we, let's move on to to the final club in our list of teams of the big boys. Of, of yeah. the big boys and, and Chelsea, Rob, are as intriguing to me as any club in the league this season because I do not know what Chelsea are going to turn up. Mm. Chelsea could win the league. Chelsea could finish tenth in the league, and mm. neither would surprise me. Mm. That, that's where we are with, with yeah. this, this group of players. New manager, Antonio Conte, who's going to come in, who's going to be fiery, who's been a good personality. I'm going to be really looking at how the players take to Conte and how they take to his style. Because this guy lets you know if he's not happy. Now, are some of these players, were some of these players unhappy with that kind of manager under Mourinho and didn't perform that well? Because... A lot of the same players, I mean, have been champions. But last year we saw a team that, that didn't turn up in, in many games and were way, way below where they should have been in the table. Mm. I, I remember thinking about this last year when it was rumoured and thinking this group of talented players needs a powerful, aggressive, tough coach to get the best out of them. So we're thinking the same way. You're mm. questioning whether this group of players can handle that. Or they yeah. want to handle yeah. that. That's going to be interesting, of course. We've not seen... We won't have seen, in my opinion, a manager that's as animated and is mm. as passionate on the sideline Klopp? ever before. <laughs> Klopp would be running close. He but would I know be close, mean, yeah. but, but in terms of his intensity, yeah. you know, he is going to be jumping up and down. He's going to be wailing his, flailing his arms yeah. around. He'll be screaming at people to try and motivate this Chelsea side. I think it's going to be fascinating. I think N'Golo Kante, as he would have been for yeah. any club, is a fantastic signing. What they are going to be, and I'll say it right now, I reckon they're going to have the best defensive record in the league. Wow, big call. I just think that uh, because of that, With because John of the Terry, aging, yeah, aging, I know, and, I know. Cahill and but Ivanovic had a bad season. But, 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 but it's, it's, not, it's not a very steady back four. I know, I, 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 I get that, but Courtois. I think team, team defending okay, is, is big for him. You look at the Italian team, you look mm. at the Juventus teams, I think he's got a record where his teams have always um, conceded the fewest goals or there's some style there that yeah. basically points to, to Kante being very much defence-first coach. Mm. I think where my worry would be is because of that approach, and I've seen a couple of preseason games and they're yeah. very much on the back foot, Rob, yeah. very defensive, that it's going to bore some of the players. It might <laughs> bore the fans. Correct. And I think they're going to, I think they're going to well, draw... They're like it. They're going to draw too many games. Well, uh, and, and you talk about a defence, and, and, and Conte had it and, and, and won with Juventus um, titles with it, so we have to give him respect. Two things on, on, on that. Usually the tough manager, you know, that, who can go in and be aggressive and, 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 as you say, tell the players a little bit, um, a few things, it tends to work with players who are not champions, who are not quite experienced, who, who are still building their career, and, and then somebody comes in and brings that discipline. When you've got players of the likes of Diego Costa, uh, of Cesc Fabregas, of Eddie Hazard, who, who are, are champions, Rob, they, they've won big trophies. So what you're saying is that they, 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 might, they, not may, take they might not take to it. Yeah. And in, in a system where, where he plays, if you're not committed to the way the team system that Antonio Conte wants to play, they don't win matches. 
So Hazard's got to do as much running back as he gets the ball. As you talk about the press from the front has to be important. So Diego Costa has to be your first line of defence. Cesc Fabregas maybe can't run forward as much because you've got to protect and block off passing lanes. Do these players at this stage of their career want that or will there be a few times, Rob? Is it really a few times in the restroom where you're going, he's out again, all he wants to do is defend this fella. We can play, you know. You know, th- th- these are big players with big opinions. It's interesting because the players shouldn't be dictating who no, the manager is. They shouldn't be saying, I don't want this guy. He runs too much or too defensive. That shouldn't they be... They got Mourinho out and it, he's a pretty special guy who wants to defend. It's like, it's like the, the quote that I think's brilliant about managers. It's like... The players are there to make me happy. I'm mm. not there to make them happy. Mm. Now, that's the, con- that's the conundrum you've got at Chelsea. When you yeah. look at Cesc and Hazard and mm. Costa and maybe a few others that like, oh, we're only going you know, to play mm. for you if you do the things and you say mm. the things that we want to hear. No. So there might be yeah. over might the next two or three years. Yeah. Sorry, Eden Hazard. Mm. Sorry, uh, Cesc Fabregas. Sorry, mm. Diego Costa or, or others that might. You've got to go. We've got to rebuild. We've got a, a, a new hungry group of players that want to play for the manager and not the other way around. No European football again uh, for Chelsea, so, so that will help them, I think. Mm. They can concentrate on the league. He can do his work. You talk about the team thing. Still, honestly, the, the, this one intrigues me as to, as to where, where this can go. Fascinating to watch it. First match is on Monday, 3 p.m. Eastern time. They, they, West Ham United. So, mm. And it's an improving West Ham team. That, that'll be a test. I'll be a test for Chelsea. Yeah, it'll be a test. I, I, I just think, I just think it's going to be. Uh, I, I think Ch- new Chelsea is going to be defensive, and I think it's going to take time for the for the fans, for the players, everybody to get to grips with that. Okay, mate. Well, we've got to the time where I think we, we've got to start talking about a, a few predictions. But before that, just a couple of clubs. A word on a couple of clubs mm. that you've talked to West Ham. Everton. Ronald Koeman comes in. Mm. Do, do, do you see them improving under him? I do see them improving under him, but short term, I, I, it's a bit worrying, isn't it? I mean, John mm. Stones has gone, Lukaku could possibly go. Um, I think the players that have come in, uh, just a Garner in midfield, mm. I, I, I don't. Been great, yeah, I, don't I think that the owner talked a big fight about new players and Williams. Williams, to spend. Like, Ashley Williams, is Williams just gonna, yeah, I think solid. he's good. Yeah. Solid. So I, I should be more excited mm. about Everton, and I think the fans probably feel like, oh, we're a bit underwhelmed at the moment, but I, I really like Koeman as a manager. And I think uh, I think longer term they're going to do great. Could be a good year for West Ham as well. Moving to the new stadium, Olympic Stadium. Yeah. Good signings, good manager. You know, can they kick on now? Is, is this a team who can challenge the, the top four? I don't think so. I think the signings. I like the signings. Andre yeah. Au, I think, is a really good signing. Mm. Um, Sofian Faguli. Mm. I've watched a lot for Valencia in, in La Liga, Rob, mm. and he's a he's a creative player that's got a bit of uh, fire in his belly. He's a good footballer, but I. I I think a seventh place finish. I I don't know whether I can see him improving on that, Rob. With, no. with everybody else getting so much better. Similar, same with me. And I put Sexy Stoke in there. They've got the Welsh PLO now uh, with them, Joe Allen. So I think Stoke is a team who might be interested to watch. Mm. Quickly, bottom end of the table, Rob. Hull City oh. manager less. Wow. No players coming in. I mean, is this kind of the worst prepared team you've seen come in the Premier League Ever. for some time? Ever. I mean, what what what, what, you, what which part of the club do you want to look at? The owner mm. doesn't wants like. To get rid of it. Yeah, yeah, wants to get rid of it. Can't change your name. Mm. 
So he doesn't like the fans. The fans are, are probably thinking, what is going on? Mm. The manager walked out. The, pl the best players are getting injured. They've got defe injuries, injuries to defensive players. Nobody wants to go and sign there. It's about as worst of off-season as you could ever possibly imagine to come into it. So I think everybody... OK, given, all that, think given gonna... all that, and based on what we said on last year, they'll probably win the league. We'll be talking about <laughs> them as champions. <laughs> come on, we've got to... We, we, there's what, an what, elephant what, in the what, room. What, 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 up, up the borough. <laughs> come on, let, let's talk about your team. Hey, Spend, spending money like it's going out of fashion. Go on, the borough. Are they going to hang in there? I mean, they've they signed some quality, Rob. They've signed numbers. I, I think it's... It's obvious that the club didn't feel that the squad as it was was good enough to stay in the league. And, and I think the games that I watched, I, I, I tend to agree. I think there would have been a real problem. I think defensively, Karenka has, has been brilliant. Best defensive record in the championship. That's the basis of them going forward. And, and I think that's going to be important coming into the Premier League. But you're right. When you bring in the likes of Victor mm. Valdez as a goalkeeper, experienced mm. goalkeeper, Avaro Negredo that has been the Premier League before and was good and scored yeah. some goals and, and looks like he's a good personality. Uh, Victor Fischer, the Danish winger that's been playing for Ajax, mm. I think he needs to work, Rob. I think he's expected, yeah. a lot of good things are expected right. from him. Uh, Martin Darun in midfield is a, is a steady, steady footballer. Gaston Ramirez has come back to the club from Southampton. So I think with your Jordan Rose, your Stuart mm. Downings and your other players, George Friend and different, I think there's enough there yeah. to is be it, okay. Yeah, because you, you, you were with, with a team similar, didn't you? Brought in foreign players and things, but you had some good, what we call steady eddies. You had some players who you could rely on around those guys. That's going to be important for Borough as well. Away from home, getting results, totally. make sure you get things. Totally. Listen, I'm, I'm sure we're going to talk about it on air in, in the TV shows mm. because we did, in inverted commas, go for it with a lot of star players. And yes, we had some great cup runs, but ultimately we struggled in the league and the dressing room was the mm. problem. So I, I think you want quality and they've got some quality here, but my gut feeling is that the likes of Valdez and Negredo are actually okay. They're good pros, they work hard, and that will be good for the dressing room. That's the key thing. Um, but it's exciting times. Teesside needs it. It's had a tough year or so with different problems there with um, local people losing their jobs. And there was a, a, Alistair Brownlee, a, a legendary broadcaster, passed away as well. So it needs it. It's ready for it. Um, and I'm excited to see how they do. OK, prediction time, Robbie Musto. That time in the podcast. Season predictions. Oh, Let's start at the bottom of the table. Three teams will be leaving the Premier League come next May. Who are those three teams? Well, I, th I think this is the hardest thing to predict out of the whole of the league, um, though it's a particularly hard league this year to predict. I, I can't see Hull staying up in turmoil. We've talked about Hull. They're going down. I don't think Burnley will have or will invest enough in the squad for them to stay up. I think they're going to be valiant. They're going to give it their best shot. I think they're just going to fall short. And the third spot is really difficult. Mm. I think there's five or six that could absolutely get sucked into this. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for Sunderland. I know, I know what I'm last the year. Former Manchester United man. The former Manchester United. I think me, medium to long term, it's a brilliant fit for the club. I just mm. worry short term, Rob, that the squad isn't good enough. There's a couple of younger players coming in. It, it, Moyes has got to show everybody he's a great manager, and I think it needs to have a great manager to make this club safe again. And I'm not sure. So I'm going for Sunderland. How dare you have Jermaine Defoe going down? I won't believe it. I'll phone Jermaine up and let him know. I'm going to go for... I'm agreeing with you, Hull. I just... At the moment, mate, it, it, it seems like a disaster waiting to happen there. So Hull's won. I'm going to... I'm going to find a way to keep Burnley up. 
and Middlesbrough up this, this time around, Robbie Musto. I, I think Burnley, second time around, I think we'll have learned. I think under Deitch, he, he, he will have had good experience from last time around. I think Middlesbrough might just have spent enough money. This seems to be a bit of a feel-good, a bit like Watford coming in. Mm. i tell you what I'm going to have to go down. Swansea City, worry me. Lost a lot of talent out of that group and, and uh, uh, gambling on a couple of signings who haven't scored goals in, in, in the league. And Watford... I just worry for Watford. They had this bad second half of the season. Mm. If Dini and Agarlo don't hit the goals for those two, I'm a bit worried. New manager, didn't think we needed to make change. Slightly bold, but I'm going to go Hull, Swansea and Watford to be relegated. Right, let's go to the other end of the table. And in no particular order, Robbie Musto, give me the four teams that will finish in the top four spots of the Premier League. Wow, brilliant, isn't it? It's great trying to predict it. It's going to be very difficult. I think there's there's so many that, that, that need and want to be there, of course. Uh, I think Arsenal will do it again. I think Granit Xhaka is a good player. Um, I'm assuming Wilshire is going to have a better season. Uh, I think they're going to be top four. Um, I think Liverpool will do it. I think Liverpool, with... Just what Klopp brings to the club and some two or three really good signings, I think they're going to be top four. And the Manchester teams, I think, Robbie Earl, are going to be top four as well. So there you go, that's my four. Well, Arsenal serial top four finishes, finished second last year when they, they should have won it and, and, and just know how to do it. So I just think that they'll be there, a given. I think both Manchester teams, because of the quality of player and the quality of manager, will be there. And the, the four spots are a difficult one. I can make a case for Chelsea. I can make a case for Liverpool. But I'm going to go for Tottenham Hotspurs. Oh, it's four like, spots. Like, like I still the think they rebound like the again. Loyalty. And I, I just like that group. So, mm. it comes down to, that's four, Robbie Musto. One is going to be top of the pile. Who is going to pick up the title next season? Manchester United are going to win the title. Um, Jose Mourinho has experience in the Premier League where some of the other boys, uh, Conte and Pep Guardiola and that, don't. I think the signings, the, the business that he's done again has been methodical, efficient, ruthless. Big Zlatan is a serial winner. I think that's an amazing signing. And Paul Pogba gives them drive, creativity, physicality in midfield. And Eric Bailly, defensively, looks a bit of a beast. So all those things rolling together, the desperation of the fans, the support he's going to get, the quick start I think they're going to get. I think United have got it um, to, to, to be able to win it this year. Well, I'm going to go for the other team in Manchester, the blue half of Manchester City. I know people are suggesting that Pep doesn't know the league and he's only played in leagues where he's been the, the strong club, etc., etc. I just think this guy is, there's more to this guy than, than people think. I think he, he's one of those iron fist, fist in the velvet glove. I, I think he makes players accountable. You play in his teams or, you, or you, you're not in the side. And I think we'll see better. Performance. I don't think we'll see the days too many when, when Manchester City don't turn up and they don't look at it. When Pep, Pep Guardiola has managed top players and he gets top players to play for him, I think they'll end up top of the pile. Just, just one quick comment on that. I, 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 you know what? I, I agree with so much of that. You know what it might come down to? His stubbornness. Is he going to try and play total football in every game to win it with that meant Pep Guardiola trademark? Or is he going to adjust? If he adjusts well, absolutely, 
he can win the league. If he doesn't, I just think, Rob, that his philosophy is going to trip him up in his first year. And that's why it's a fascinating watch, Robbie Musto. It kicks off on Saturday this weekend, 6.30am Eastern Time on CNBC. So that's CNBC because of the Olympics. We'll kick off with Hull against the reigning champions, Leicester City, who we're not even talking about. We'll be back on Sunday, NBCSM for Bournemouth v Manchester United. And a big one, Arsenal v Liverpool at the first weekend. Final match of the weekend will be on USA. That's Chelsea versus West Ham. So a London derby to kick us off on Monday night football. So, start of a new Premier League season. Big name managers, big time signings in the biggest league in the world. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with a review of the first weekend on Monday. And don't forget, you can listen to the Two Obvious Football Show every Premier League Saturday, 5pm Eastern Time, on NBC Sports Radio. Want to earn extra cash for the holidays? Amazon Flex is expanding in the San Francisco Bay Area. Opportunities in Richmond, Oakland, and Daly City. Earn around $20 to $27 an hour delivering packages with Amazon. All you need is a car, a smartphone, and some free time. This is a great opportunity to be your own boss, deliver when you want, and make extra money. With Amazon Flex, you'll have flexible hours and great earnings. To get started, download the app at flex.amazon.com. That's F-L-E-X amazon.com. You must be at least 21 years old. Limited opportunities available. Get started at flex.amazon.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.